Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to dailytechnewsshow.com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, November 15th, 2018 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. From smoky Oakland, California, I'm Justin Robert Young. And I'm Roger Chang, the show's producer. Uh, uh, kudos to uh, Justin for avoiding the portmanteau smokeland. <laughs> well, I, that that is uh, taken for other reasons. In uh, <laughs> that conjures up other Oakland year round. Sure. But, uh, yeah. uh, for for this, yeah, the, nobody nobody likes this particular permanent fog cloud hanging over us. Yeah. No good. No good. Uh, and and the fires down here are doing better. I don't want to say they're out of the woods literally, but but they're doing better. How are they up on your end of the state? Uh it is uh, as bad as I've ever seen it, including uh as bad as uh, the Napa fires got last year. Uh, I oh, I don't wow. remember and we missed a large chunk of it because we were out of town, but but just these last few days it's been thicker and and there for longer mm. than, than i can remember to the point where you can stare at the sun pretty much any Ow. any any moment of the day you can stare right at it and it's just this almost picturesque orange ball gotcha all right well uh stay safe anyone who is affected by the fires uh let's get on with the show and start with a few tech things you should know the Raspberry Pi Foundation released the Raspberry Pi 3 Model A+, which has most of the improvements made to the B+, which was announced earlier this year, but is cheaper at $25 and smaller with the board at 65 by 56 millimeters. The A+, also features a 1.4 gigahertz 64-bit quad-core ARM Cortex A53 CPU, 512 megabytes of LPDDR2 SDRAM, dual-band 802.11ac, and Bluetooth 4.2 BLE. USB mass storage boosting and thermal management have been improved as well. The US FCC voted on Thursday to allow Telesat Canada, SpaceX, Kepler Communications, and LeoSat to roll out satellite-based high-speed internet services. SpaceX had a previ- previously been granted approval but uh, this more recent approval allows for operations at lower altitudes. Uber's reported net losses in Q3 were up 32% over last quarter. However, revenue in Q3 rose 5% quarter over quarter and rose 38% year over year. For the first time, Uber broke out Uber Eats numbers into a separate line. It makes up $2.1 billion of the overall gross bookings. And the company says Uber Eats is up 150% year over year. Uber is releasing these earnings in advance of going public, which is expected to happen in 2020. 
2019. Let's talk about those Surface headphones, Microsoft's entry into the headphone market in a big way, and the reviews are in. Justin, what do they say? Oh, they're good, Tom. Initial Surface headphones reviews uh, are in, and for $350, The Verge says the wireless performance is, quote-unquote, exceptional, even with support only for Bluetooth 4.2 rather than the latest 5. Volume controls, noise-canceling features uh, are both impressive, according to The Verge, and the headphones have a good bass level. Where the headphones are docked is with Cortana, which is overly sluggish and inconsistent and drains the battery life overall by constantly listening for the wake word. Are you talking to me? Oh, Cortana. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? me? Just in the background, (laughs) constantly. Um, So, good headphones. That's what I'm getting out of out of most of these reviews out there. Yeah, I mean the reviews across the board seem to be, um, you know, comfort level is pretty. It, it it varies by person, but that the sound quality and and the you know the 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 headphones themselves seem to be uh, pretty robust. However. Um, I kept seeing over and over, well, but the whole Cortana thing kind of drains the battery. And if you were using Google Home Assistant, for example, that yeah. makes a lot more sense. And so it's this whole thing where Microsoft's like, we're not getting rid of Cortana, but who is this actually for? Now, some people might use it, no problem. But if you're not, it sounds like it's a it's a it's a it's a mark against these headphones. What 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 do you guys look for? Obviously, sound is something that is paramount specifically to audiophiles, but for Bluetooth headphones, what do you guys value the most? Because for me, it's just if it connects fast enough. Like I, I just went from the Beats X to the AirPods, and I don't think the AirPods look good i feel like a weirdo wearing them they almost feel like they're gonna fall out of my ear at any second but they but, but do they fall out of your ear they they don't but i'm scared and that's yeah. enough to have a which low is why i never bought them uh but like they connect immediately i can take one out it pauses it i put it back in like magic that to me is number one and as long as this does that i think that they'll be successful yeah battery life is number two for me though i want them to last i don't want to have Correct. to constantly be thinking about charging them so that's that's a problem if this thing i don't want to use is draining my battery maybe i, I, if I and if cortana worked really well if they weren't saying it was laggy and sort of uh, inconsistent then maybe I'd put up with the battery life hit if it worked really well, but it sounds like you don't get either. Alphabet will stop development on bipedal robots, at least as it dissolves a project that began in 2013 when the company bought Shaft, which is a startup founded by University of Tokyo researchers. Andy Rumid led the project after he uh, left the Android group before leaving the company entirely in 2014, probably a factor as well. In June of last year, so 2017, SoftBank announced it had agreed to purchase Shaft from Alphabet. However, reportedly, some employees declined to be part of SoftBank, said they wouldn't do it. And so the deal fell through, sources tell Nikkei. Yeah, this is uh, becoming a trend as, as we as we move into becoming comfortable, those of us who have followed these companies from their infancy to now. Uh, Google and uh, Amazon and Apple and Facebook and everybody, they're huge companies and they won't always follow through. This is different than Google trying a beta of something and killing it. This is Google buying a company, deciding they can't 
make it work and dissolving it. And there's research that was done at the University of Tokyo that was essential to this. And and granted, the people who have that knowledge are going to go other places. Google's trying to find them places to work. Uh, but it's it's sad to see something like this just get dissolved rather than the old Google with Project X would have continued to fund it to see where it ended up. Well, the problem is where it can end up. And we are going to talk a lot more about the world of Facebook and public relations, specifically when it comes to political issues. Uh, But the most likely places that these kind of robots end up are either automating businesses, which gets you into a they took our jobs kind of situation, or as a military supplier, which makes you now a in a very competitive space with Lockheed, Boeing and all these other military contractors, but also puts an element of your bottom line into a very politically motivated area. Uh, yeah. and, and that's something that I, I think Google is wise to divest themselves of. I think they could have divested themselves better in finding a home for this company. Now you tell me to shut my mouth. Tell me, go ahead. Oh, shut, shut your shut mouth. Up. Um, Just talking about Shaft. Stop it. You damn right. <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, speaking of Japan, Japan's new cybersecurity minister, <laughs> Yoshitaka Sakurada, told lawmakers, I have never used a computer in my life. He said, when computer use is necessary, I order my employees or secretaries to do it. A follow-up question asked if USB drives were in use at nuclear power plants. He said he didn't know details well and suggested having an expert answer that question. Oh, man. Can you imagine that life? I don't use computers. This Some remind- of my assistants might use computers, <laughs> but I don't do it. I don't know what's going on. I would like to be the person to make a defense of Minister Sakurada. And before I do, let me say, I don't believe a word about what I'm about to say. I okay. don't think this person should be in charge of cybersecurity for Damn. Japan. <laughs> but if you were going to make a defense, it could be. And I think there's other parts of Minister Sakurada's past that may put the lie to my argument. But it could be that this person is just really good at managing. He knows who knows things and how to delegate and where to ask the questions. And so he could not know anything about computers, but still be the right person to run this department because he's really good at getting the people who do know how to do things. That to would get be some done. wizard level stuff. If you don't actually use a computer, how would anybody reporting to you make any sense at all? You know who to trust to say like, ah, you're my deputy who knows USB drives. But then why are you, why why do they need you? Because you're the person who can pull the team together and make sure the right people are doing the right things. Well, all right. I mean, sure. No. That's far-fetched, but I guess it's possible. I'm glad that you said that you don't believe any of that. That is, uh, Sarah, you were totally right in your line of interrogation to that ridiculous statement. If you are only there as a project manager with no idea of how things are going, then there is one of your deputies that can just operate without your... Yeah, can you imagine someone like coming back to you and being like, our cloud division is fine. And you're like, great, don't know what that is. Sure. No, it's specifically with cybersecurity. Look, there's a lot of reasons why these are very, 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 very important uh, uh, governmental positions, and they're only going to get more important. Uh, I hope this is appropriately embarrassing and shame bringing to the Japanese government because uh, it is bad. This is a bad, bad thing. Or maybe this is all a big ruse. (sighs) No, I'll be honest. Is it opposite day in Canada? (laughs) In Japan, you mean. 
I, I, from what I can glean, and folks in, on the ground in Japan, I know you're out there. Let me know how close I am to the mark here. Uh, Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe just recently shuffled up the cabinet and moved Minister Sakurada into this position about a month ago. Uh, this minister has been in hot water before for making comments about comfort women during World War II. My guess is he thought he could shuffle him into this department and get him out of the headlines. And that was a bad idea on his part. Mm. Well, how's yeah. that one working out? For Welcome you? to the Internet. Mm. Yeah. Discord is adding Discord early access where you can buy unfinished games and give feedback to the developers through their Discord servers. The new service includes Descenders, Parkasaurus, Kinseed, Visage, and Mad Machines, among others. Now, you may or may not have heard of any of those, but that's the whole point. Steam's been doing this for a long time, where they get developers to put their games up for early access, not because they're blockbuster titles. Blockbuster titles don't need that. This is a way to build interest in the title and get direct feedback. Now, the advantage Discord has is you may already be in this developer's Discord server talking to them every day. And if you can now play their early version of the game and run into bugs and provide valuable feedback, that makes the game that much better. Uh, this is the great advantage that Discord has over Steam. Steam can uh, push things to you and suggest things to you based on your buying history. Discord can find or has the benefit of uh, either developer creating their own community where they can serve them or finding communities that are in similar genres where players might want to try these kinds of things out. I, I very much believe that Discord is a major player in that Steam space over the next year or so. Uh, by the way, I, I do want to give credit. This is not the first person I've seen make this argument, but we should have brought it up regarding uh, Minister Sakurada. Batfriend in the chat room uh, points out he can't be hacked because he's not online. <laughs> you want to know what That's perfect unhackable cybersecurity minister there there we go the dunk on us uh, uh thunderous throughout history <laughs> uh anyway cool cool thing with the discord uh i i think that's a i think that is a smart move on discord and they're slowly piecing together a viable steam competitor because they're not trying to launch a steam competitor all at once no 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 they're just trying to sell games to their communities which yeah. is perfect Firefox continuing to go all in on security. The company will begin notifying at least their desktop users when those users visit websites that were recently breached as an extension of Firefox Monitor, which already lets users check if an email address is found in leaked password databases. Firefox Monitor will soon be available in 26 different languages, including German, French, Spanish, Turkish, Chinese, Canadian English, Russian, Japanese, and Portuguese. The new notifications will inform the user about a breach if they visit a website that is in the breach and offers options to either dismiss that notification or check Firefox Monitor for more options. I know it's just spelling, but I like the idea that Canadian English warnings would just be a lot more polite. Like, hey, sorry, but I think <laughs> I maybe you've got Every to- time I say that, I, I'm sort of like, hee hee. I don't know why I'm laughing, but I'm like, oh, Canadian English. Uh, And this is great uh, because it doesn't matter whether you're logged in or not. It doesn't matter if you have an account or not. You should know whether this site has been breached or not because maybe you just decide not to create an account. And and so getting this warning is important. And and it's done in a way where you can dismiss it if you're like, no, I know they got breached, but I'm going to continue on anyway. Right. Yeah. Or or here are my other options based on something that Firefox has already put together for my my security safety. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder. About this as a precedent, specifically of some of the larger browsers, I mean, and Firefox has a tremendous install base, but uh, uh, 
I'd be curious if this becomes industry standard, if there comes a point where some of the sites are like, well, we want to appeal how long you're saying that we were breached. Like, at what point do we get a record expunged and we can shed the right to be oh, yeah. yeah. Like, when do the companies go after Firefox? I mean, like, take us off your breached list. We were breached years ago. Like, yeah. that's just not fair. Uh, well, we've got one company that would like to be forgotten today. We're going to talk about them at length here in a moment. But first, let me remind you, if you want to keep up on the headlines of the day in about five minutes, subscribe to DailyTechHeadlines.com and start next week. Uh, this is going to be news to Sarah and Roger and Justin, too. So I, I'm putting the news out there for everyone oh, at the same point. Wow. Uh, starting next week on Saturdays, Rich Straffolino will be doing the Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. So you can skip that if you want, but if you missed a headline during the day, during the week, uh, you'll also get kind of a wrap up of these are the most important stories of the week right there in your Daily Tech Headlines feed. That's available at dailytechheadlines.com. Excellent. All right. New York Times article out today by a team. Uh, Shira Frankel, Nicholas Confessori, Cecilia Kang, Matthew Rosenberg, and Jack Nikas detailing inside meetings at Facebook. Uh, they base their reporting on interviews with more than 50 people uh, including government uh, folks, uh, people inside of Facebook, former employees, former executives, etc. And there are many revelations in this article. A lot of them have to do with the Russian election stuff. Some of that is just sort of saying a little more about who knew what when. Uh, among the revelations, there are a little more than that, though. Uh, apparently, Facebook employed a Republican opposition research firm. Uh, this is something that a lot of companies do. So for, I know a lot of people are like they did what they were digging dirt on their companies. Well, they wouldn't be the first company to do that. But this firm was hired to discredit activist protesters in part by linking them to liberal financier George Soros. Uh, Justin can explain more. But if you're on the right, hearing that someone's linked to George Soros is basically like saying they're a villain. Uh, so Facebook was trying to discredit these protesters that way. Uh, they were lobbying a Jewish civil rights group to cast some criticism of the company as anti-Semitic, uh, including a protest poster that showed Zuckerberg and Sandberg's head on an octopus uh, in gripping the world. And the one that's getting the most headline in the tech circles, uh, Tim Cook's criticisms of Facebook infuriated Mark Zuckerberg so much. Allegedly, he ordered his management team to use only Android phones arguing that the operating system had far more users than Apple's. Now, Facebook has posted uh, a point-by-point -point, uh, rebuttal of a lot of the accusations, particularly the accusations that they were uh, knowing about the Russian election stuff before they they made progress and that they dragged their feet. They say they didn't. It's a little bit of a he said, she said. Uh, particularly on the Tim Cook stuff, they say that they were order they were never ordering. Actually, what they didn't say anything particularly refuting this. They said they have always encouraged their uh, employees to use Android phones because it is the largest market of users out there. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. 
the EY Tech Connect podcast brings you candid conversations about the most pressing priorities facing tech, media and entertainment, and telecommunications companies, and provide strategic insights on the key issues that matter to them, including topics such as the top 10 opportunities in tech, the next generation of gaming, the future of connectivity and content, and the latest talent strategies. The EY Tech Connect podcast is out now. Download today from wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Um. And in a call with reporters, Mark Zuckerberg said that Facebook is going to create an independent oversight committee in 2019 where people can appeal decisions for content to stay up or down on Facebook. Now, Facebook will create this, but the idea is it would be like an ombudsman. Uh, They'll put impartial people or attempt to put impartial people on it. (laughs) And if you... Uh, if you have some content that is up that you think should have been brought down and and you reported it to Facebook and they didn't take it down or vice versa, some content got reported and was taken down and you don't feel like it should have, you'll be able to appeal to this oversight committee uh, who will decide once and for all what is allowed to be posted on Facebook. Justin, I I already hear you laughing with glee at the brilliance of this solution that could never go wrong. (laughs) Uh, Was that a glee laugh? Say say it with me, kids. Hashtag hell portal, hell portal, hashtag portal to hell. This is what happens whenever you get into a, a, a moderation of speech. All right, let, 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 let's lay out some of these things. Number one, just real quick tidbit. First time I ever remember Facebook giving a directive to their developers to only use Android phones was when their Android app sucked. And they and they made there was a concerted effort for developers and coders to use Android. So the, the internal focus was to make their Android app a little bit better. Uh, let's get into the politics. George Soros uh, is a uh, liberal mega finan- uh, financier. He has been for many, many years, and he operates in a realm similar to, but not exactly, save your emails. Uh, uh, but but if you're going to look for a rough analog, it is how liberals looked at the Koch brothers. Right. It, We're it not is, saying they're the same. We're saying one side looks at one the same way that the other it, side it looks just, at the other. Yeah, just just rough some parallels to be drawn. Rough yeah. analogs, right? They, they are they are uh, mostly in the shadows. They are oftentimes painted to be tremendous villains, and uh, uh, it, it is an immediate rallying cry to your base if you have caught money from one or the other. That being said, Facebook, and this is what I found most fascinating about this New York Times article, Mark Zuckerberg. The DNA of this company always comes from any company, comes from the top. Mark Zuckerberg cared about the engineering side of Facebook. He cared about making Facebook something that people could use. And look, Facebook has made tremendous strides in autoplay video and video compression and stuff like that. They, they have done a lot of great engineering feats. They have hired a lot of great engineers to make that site run. That being said, the fact that he continually delegated these problems that were obviously going to they were percolating for years and years and years and now is in a media and political crosshairs means that the problem got too big too hairy and it's too late to really do anything at this point to to stop it where you could have years and years and years ago i do think that there's an element of neglect not necessarily 
maliciously from Mark Zuckerberg, but it buck stops with him. If this is going, this is right now the biggest problem with his company, not the engineering solutions that he was that he was interested in pushing forward. I think that Facebook is has suffered from the beginning from a mindset, and you could call it an engineer's mindset, but I know plenty of engineers that don't have this mindset of, hey, we're making a thing. You can use it or not, uh, but our thing works this way, and that's the way we mean it to work. And if you use it some other way, well, you're using it wrong, right? I mean, Steve Jobs actually used that mentality in AntennaGate years ago. You're holding it wrong, right? Yeah. There is a mentality that says, I made this product for this, and so any other use of it is not my problem. That's your problem for using it that way. And I feel like that Zuckerberg suffered from that. And he also suffers from a bit uh, over the years uh, we have seen of a I'm right. (laughs) I'm really, really right about stuff like I couldn't have missed anything because I'm smart and he is very smart. Uh, And so when people start to point out that there's a problem, he starts to minimize it because he's like, well, surely I would have thought that was a problem before. You know, there are problems that I know might be problems. And when people point those out, I act. But I I have already anticipated that that might be a problem. And I don't think it's a big one. So it takes a lot to jar him out of that mindset and say, hey, you were wrong in not anticipating this to be a bigger problem than it is. Because I really do think that Zuckerberg believed in openness, right? He wanted to take advantage of that openness to make a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's just open hearted, but I think he really believed like, yeah, people will be more open and the more open they are, the better it will get. And that will self-correct. And he wasn't alone. That was a way a lot of us thought the internet was going to play out. uh, And it hasn't been playing out that way. Well, I mean, has it has it not been playing out that way or that openness self-corrects? No, openness has not been self-correcting. That I think that that that's that's probably too broad for my taste. Okay, uh, I, I do think that openness can be self-correcting. However, once you built the floorboards, and I think it often is, but once you built the floorboards, you now need to define what the rest of your house is, right? And I do think if if the foundation is let's get people talking, then that's fine. The problem is that Facebook has always is a company line hid behind. Well, look, we know what you want. We know where you go. We know what you click on. We know what gets you what, what, what gets you going in the morning. And it just so happens that if you and this is the subtext that I think has come around to bite him in the butt. The subtext is, listen, if you really want to go to all these meme factories and you really want to get more uh, uh, threads where your aunt says something racist in a you know comment section for a dog video, then we're going to feed you more of that. Not because we've made a decision that that's good. Far be it for us to say. We're just giving you what you clearly and plainly want, and we can show you the data to show you that that's what you want. And then the question, when the question becomes, is this good, let alone is this functional to our democracy is this uh, are you profiteering on a foreign government trying to meddle in an election you can't hide behind that puritanical idea of but you wanted it yeah we can show you the data tree and and, and i, I want to be clear when i say openness isn't self-correcting i'm talking specifically about facebook i'm not talking about a wider principle i realize when you're like that's too broad that i was sounding too broad i meant that 
Zuckerberg thought the more we can we get people to be open and share things, the more standard it will be to share things, and then sharing things won't be a problem. And it has not worked out that way on Facebook. So, uh, yeah. Look, here's 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 the bottom line: Facebook is in serious trouble if they are now getting into a realm where it is politically viable to attack them then there is going to be a constant pressure for regulation, whether or not it happens. It will be something that is mentioned. It will be something that is talked about. They will. They are now squarely in these crosshairs. And I, to be totally honest, as somebody who covers both tech and politics, I don't know how you get out of it without there being another bigger thing that people are focusing on. And they are pretty effing big. Yeah. Uh, when you've got both sides equally angry at you for entirely different reasons, makes it tough. Well, a group of folks that we are not angry with, all, right? <laughs> all the folks that contribute to our subreddit, you can submit stories and vote on others at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. Also on Facebook. Hey, hey, if you want to hang out on our Facebook page in our group with other like-minded Facebook folks, there are a lot of nice people there as well. Facebook.com slash groups slash Daily Tech News Show. Let's check out the mailbag. Let's do it. So Ben wanted to add to our discussion about telecom investment. We were talking about 5G specifically. Ben said he works as a low voltage electrical contractor for one of the big telecom companies and says, from my experience, I can believe the appearance of low investment due to poor timing or the concept of that anyway. With the beginning of 5G rollout, we've been busy at my site over the course of 2018. I work in a lab environment, so we've been installing new radios, Cat5 connections, fiber optics to support the new testing equipment that has been installed for 5G. However, the very large national site, which is just a few miles away, has seen a huge downturn in work in the past six months. In fact, we've pulled three of their electricians from that site to assist us, leaving only three electricians at the national site, a reduction in workforce of 50%. I don't know for sure, but I would assume that our site would be considered R&D, not network investment, and that the large investments in our site is actually pretty small compared to the national network level. Yeah, so he's saying uh, if they're pulling people into his department that's not considered investment in infrastructure uh and if they're pulling right. them off infrastructure that would be considered a reduction in the investment in that infrastructure because you're not have those people on there so great to have that insight from the inside ben thank you thank you for that experience and i i agree i i think i don't think the carriers are are lying when they say hey this is just a timing thing uh it just it goes with what I've been saying for a long time is I don't think the open internet guidelines when they were in force or when they are now repealed had much effect on this investment at all either way. Yeah. Thanks Ben for the, um, for the added uh, uh, um, feedback on this topic. Uh, keep them coming. Feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. And also thanks to Justin Robert Young for being with us this fine Thursday. Justin, have you finally stopped traveling? I have. I have no longer traveling. I'm here <laughs> localized uh, in my uh, uh, in the fine hamlet of Oakland, California for the rest of the year, which is very, very exciting. <laughs> proud hamlet. The proud hamlet, <laughs> undappled though it is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, but I'm, I'm, I'm not stopping working. Uh-uh. No, every single day I'm writing the uh, free political newsletter and you can sign up at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. In fact, it was not but yesterday 
that one Tom Merritt emailed me about a breaking political story. And I literally just took a picture of my screen because I was <laughs> writing the newsletter about that topic as he emailed me. I am working for you, America, and all ships at sea. Uh, so go ahead and uh, uh, sign up at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. And, folks, uh, you can get our newsletter as well if you're a patron at patreon.com slash DTNS. I wrote an article today about tablet operating systems and why I actually think they need their own operating system, not just stretched out versions of other form factors operating systems. You can find that in a summary of the week's news, along with all kinds of other cool perks of membership at patreon.com slash DTNS. We love your feedback. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We are also live. If you can join us, please do. Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 21.30 UTC. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow when Robert Heron will tell us which TV we might want to buy for the holiday season. See you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. You have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> the EY Tech Connect podcast brings you candid conversations about the most pressing priorities facing tech, media, and entertainment, and telecommunications companies, and provides strategic insights on the key issues that matter to them, including topics such as the top 10 opportunities in tech, the next generation of gaming, the future of connectivity and content, and the latest talent strategies. The EY Tech Connect podcast is out now. Download today from wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.